Texas-sized welcome and Merry Christmas from Lone Star Cowboy Church. We are so glad that you chose to be here today. And if you chose to tune in online, we are so glad that you are here as well. We just pray that our gift today to you just gives you a taste of the Christmas spirit. But more importantly, that it gives you an opportunity to experience the God who gave the Christmas spirit. As we welcome Jesus' birth, as we welcome um, Jesus to this earth and the life that he gave for us, we pray that you are blessed today. And folks, I just want you to stand up with me if you would, first of all. And I still see people coming in. So as you're standing up, if you'll scoot in towards the middle aisle so we can make room for all the folks that want to participate today. We're going to start this program off right by welcoming our God to this place. And then we're going to worship him together, okay? Oh, Lord God, first of all, we just give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. You, Father God, have blessed us so much just by the gift of your son, Jesus. Thank you so much that you opted to come down to this earth wrapped in flesh to be a sacrifice for me, to be a sacrifice for us so that we could live eternally with you. And that gets to start right here on earth. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. I pray that this day, that this uh, service would be glorifying to you and honoring to you. And that we would worship with all our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind, 
all of our abilities, Lord, that you've given to us. And we're going to give you glory because you're worth it. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. amen. Would you turn to somebody and welcome them? Join this house. Yeah, here we go. Y'all stay standing. Worship with me here.
seated now. If you're like me, you'd be sweating a little bit. Whew. A lot of people in this place. I don't know if we still have people coming in or waiting to be seated, but man, if there's people standing around, uh, around on the wall, if, if you could, if any of us could slide in just a little bit, if there's a seat or two here or there, that would be nice and give somebody a seat. Be a good neighbor today and give somebody a seat beside you. There you go. I see people sliding down there. Um, so thank you for worshiping with us this morning. We have our concert part, uh, concert part of this service about to start, and I have a good friend here, Mr. Gary Weldon, and I believe he has something to say to you during this next song. <laughs>
Christmas, y'all. Thank you. Let's give it up for the band. Woody Witt.
All right, all right. That was Little Drummer Boy, performed by our own Little Drummer Boy, Mr. Walter Cross. Y'all give it up. Great job back there. Now we're going to continue our service with God rest ye merry gentlemen.
All right. Well, one thing, if you've ever been in a band, you know that you don't ever tempt an electric player with a good time because they will take advantage of it every time. Never I can. That's right. You don't ever tell them to turn things up. Big mistake, okay, because they, they take that all the way. So, but I want you to know that we did pay attention to the outcry that started 365 uh, days ago at the, after the first service. Why did you leave that one song out? So, we didn't want just to play it again, so we brought it back for you guys. But we want to take it up a notch. So, Mr. Ken Reynolds and then our guest over here, Mr. Matt Lewis, are going to perform Miraculum 2.0, as we like to refer to it as.
See what I mean? You give them an inch and they take a mile, these guys. But. <laughs> no, come on, one more time, come on. I mean, that was, how good was that? All right, well, let's, let's get it, let's make it funky up in here, guys. What do you think?
Come on, if you're not having fun, something's wrong with you right now. Oh, come desire of nations of mine And one the hearts of all mankind Then thou art sad And this band is great, right? All right, I want you to welcome to the stage Miss Peyton Howie. She's going to be singing Oh, Holy Night. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and never pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth Thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh, Christ was born. 
All right. How good was that? Peyton Howie. Thank you. Well, it's come to the part of our program where we like to thank everybody who makes this happen. Now I want to start out with our creative team led by Mr. Phil Noblet. We got Candy Smith, Pam Colson, Ashley Glancaster, Zach Curl, Hayden Noblet, Tim Weaver, and Matt Godkin. Y'all give it up for them. Next group, Chris Linton, Mr. Chris Linton and all of his volunteers uh, that are up there in that video booth that make things happen and the camera people that, that, that make things happen every week for us. Y'all give it up for them. Our grounds crew headed up by Mr. Brian Adams. You got Justin Holly, BJ Perkins, and of course my personal favorite and, and the reason why I'm just going to explain it to you because uh, every day he greets me with a smile and he greets me with a go Cowboys. And that's Mr. Jeffrey Jones. Y'all give it up for them. I think he may be the only one that loves the Cowboys more than me. It's not possible, but he, he, he figured it out somehow or another. Okay, so there's one more person that um, I'm just going to let you know how integral this person is, that none of this could happen without this person. He's probably back there shaking his head and his mustache is flopping around right now. But without him, this would not be possible, and that is Mr. Rankin-Peters. Not only today, but every week. Y'all stand up, give it up for him one more time. Come on. That man deserves it. All right. Also, um, there are people that are out there serving in the, in the parking lot when it's cold, when it's hot. There's people out there on the porch. There's people in the foyer. There's people back there in the children's that we never see. But without them, things don't keep moving around here. So I'll give it up for them, too. All right, welcome to the stage, my buddy, Mr. Phil Noble. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are you? Are you guys enjoying this? This is amazing, amazing. These guys are absolutely fabulous. Well, I am interrupting our service to give you a very, very important announcement. If you don't know already, Christmas is actually on Sunday this year. So we're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to have our Christmas Eve services here in person on Saturday. And those service times should be up here. They are 1, 2, 30, 4 o'clock. 5:30, so in person right here on Christmas Eve, but on Christmas Day we are going to be online only. Y'all say online only, okay? So don't show up here on Christmas Day and get mad at us that we're not here. We're going to be online only, but we have put together for you a really, really special program where we are going to be worshiping and, and celebrating Christmas from our homes to yours. So we have got some special music from the band. We have got a fireside chat with Pastor Randy and Pastor Darla. We have some special things from all of our staff and their and, and just fun stuff all around. And we're going to be live streaming that service every two hours starting at 8 o'clock on Christmas Day. So 8 a.m., 10 a.m., you do the math, just keep on going all the way until 8 p.m. on Christmas Day. That way you and your family can pick, yeah, amen. We wanted, 
we wanted to give you the opportunity to worship and celebrate with your families at home. And so this was our best idea of how we could do that. And so every two hours on Christmas Day, you can join in whenever you want to, whenever it fits your schedule. And we're going to kick it off today with this little gift from us to you. And you're going to get one of these. It's going to be one per family as you exit. You can get it at any one of the exits as you leave um, tonight or this afternoon. Um, in it is a, there's a card in here that gives you the service times that you can see if you forget what I just said. Um, there's a little card in here that you can see where all the service times actually are all throughout the day. Um, there's a there's a card in here that shows you uh, like the candy cane story and some fun stuff that's on the back. We have a little booklet in here that's got some Christmas stories in here that you can sit down and gather all the kids together and read that with your with your kids, or your grandkids or whatever. Um, we even have oh we've got some recipes. Some of our some of our staff's favorite Christmas recipes we put in here in this box for you as well. And then we even have a Christmas gingerbread contest that you guys can get involved in. So if you missed the one that we had in person here just a, a few days ago, um, you can still join in on one that we have online. Um, it, you're going to do it in your home. It's not, you're not going to, it's not a digital thing. Um, you're going to, you're going to actually make the gingerbread house. You're going to decorate it and everything in your home. And then you can submit pictures of it to actually win some money in a contest that we're going to do following after Christmas. So all the information Everything is in this little box, and we just wanted to celebrate Christmas with you and help you to just um, do that with your families on Christmas Day. So, Merry Christmas from all of us to all of you. And I have one more, one more thing to just mention to you. If you are planning on doing like a, a, an end-of-year giving gift then I just want to remind you that if you want to put those in the boxes or if you want to pay it online, go through the app, however you want to do that, it just has to be in by December the 31st in order to count for your taxes. So that is all I have. And will you please help me welcome my wife, Amber, to the stage. Well, almost afternoon. Good morning. Good almost afternoon. How are y'all doing this morning? Good. Y'all give it up for this band one more time. And Jesse, they've been incredible. If I haven't had the privilege of meeting you in person yet, my name is Amber Noblay. I'm the next gen pastor here, and I'm honored to be with you today. Right now in the Family Life Center, which is where we have kids ministry, we are doing a series called Journey to Jesus. And, and we've built this little Bethlehem town, and every week we have different um, characters that act out what the kids are learning about in service that day. And today, we have a shepherd and a sheep. <laughs> and um, people were like, doesn't that stink? Yes, it does, but so do our kids. So it goes well together. <laughs> the lady asked me while ago, this made me laugh so hard. She said, is that sheep housebroken? And I'm like, nope, but a third of our kids aren't either. So again, <laughs> we're in great company. Um, so it's, it's been really cool. We've been able to do some really great things, um, and we've carried it over into our high school. But we've got um, a very wonderful man here in the church named Joe Coaches that donated this beautiful nativity scene. It's huge. And 
like all little kids, they all want to touch it, right? They all want to get near it. We have this family named the Hammonds. Can we throw their picture up here on the screen real quick? Nope, that's not them. <laughs> there they are. There they are. Okay, yeah, they're so cute. But let me tell you about these girls. They sing on command. If you ever, if you're like, I don't know them, but if you see them in public, you can stop them and say sing, and they will. Their rendition of this girl is on fire is amazing. Um, <laughs> They're so cute. Well, so uh, a couple weeks ago when we had that nativity first set up, I don't know which one of them it was, but it was so funny. Um, they had, we serve donuts just like we do over here. We serve donuts over there. I know a really healthy breakfast and we bring it all together with a cup of sweet tea and those kids are great and ready to go for kids ministry. But one of the girls had chocolate all over her fingers and she reached up and she grabbed Jesus and her dad goes, put Jesus down. Don't touch Jesus. Leave Jesus alone. And it was, she was like, it's Jesus. And he's like, don't touch Jesus. And she's holding him and chocolate fingers. And it, it made me laugh, but it also made me think about the shepherds, which ironically, because we're talking about that over there, we're going to talk about it in a minute here today. What that must have been like for the shepherds when they got to encounter Jesus. So we're going to start in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. I'm reading from the Amplified. I know some people asked earlier, so I want to make sure you know. Um, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 16, and it says, In the same region there were shepherds standing out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For this day in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah. And this will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, an angelic army, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest of heavens, on earth, and peace among men with him. He is well pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying one to another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in a hurry, and they found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. For many of us, we've heard this story before, and if today was your first time to hear that story, I'm glad I got to be part of that. But we see them, the shepherds as just being part of the manger story. It's part of the nativity. It's just something there. But I believe that if we take a moment and we dig a little deeper, we see the beauty of that story and we see how that pertains to our life. Now, theologians and historians alike, there's all kinds of information of what they say shepherds were like during that day and time. Some of what we know is they were considered social misfits. They were not people that others would include in any type of activity. Oftentimes they were thieves. They were religious outcasts and they weren't allowed to worship in the temple. Um, they were considered unclean. And they spent most of their time with the sheep. And to think that in that moment, this unpopular group of people were the people that God picked to meet Jesus first. And I think back to that moment with the Hammonds girls. And I think about myself, right? I think about how the fact that God knew who those shepherds were. There was nothing about those shepherds that surprised God. 
He knew what their past was. He knew what they were known for in the community. He knew they were, uh, they were dirty. He knew they stunk. And yet, it did not shock him, and he welcomed them as they were. According to verse 15 and 16, it says they didn't waste any time. They went in haste. They hurried. And I think about, maybe you do too, I don't know. I think about the difference between me and the shepherds. Because, you know, it's super easy to say yes to God, but then we don't act on it, right? Sometimes we're quick to say, yeah, God, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. Yes, God, I will take care of the widows and the orphans. Yes, God, I'll feed the homeless. Yes, God, I'll be the friend to the friendless. Saying yes and acting are different, but they, they, they hurried. They went immediately. They didn't go home and shower. They didn't say, hey, I need a new outfit. This is a big deal. We got to go shopping. There's no record of them doing anything but going as they were straight to the king. And I just think that it's, it's so interesting because somewhere along the way in our society, in our culture, many of us, I know I have, many of us have come to a place where we think we have to have it all together before we can do anything for God. We think that we have to have a certain look. We have to, well, you know, I, you don't know my past. My family's crazy. P.S. Some of them are going to stay crazy, just in case you want to know. <laughs> My kids don't have it together. We don't have it together. And we can make excuses. Like, I've, I've been guilty of that. Making excuses of why we can't be used by God. And yet, his story or history began with God using people, inviting people that the rest of the world wouldn't invite. Jesus declared in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, that he came to seek and save the lost. He came to seek and save you and me, right? So from the very beginning, he was for the people who needed him most. What does that look like? What did we learn from the shepherds? What can we learn from our own lives? Well, here's what we know. People with pasts. People who have been rejected. The addicts, the lonely, the imperfect, the marginalized, the spiritually bankrupt regardless of their social status, the tired, the burnout, the ones looking. How about the man or woman who are killing it at their job but failing at home or so they feel? He was for them. He is for them. The people good at putting up fronts, the filtered, he is for them. He is for us. He was and is accessible to everyone seeking him, including people with chocolatey fingers. Right? So all we have to do, and I, I think that this is so important because we do this, right? Every year, this time of year, we get sentimental, we get emotional, we want to help people. But it's not about the music. It's not about the lights, it's not about the gifts and the family. It's, it's about our Savior coming to this world as an innocent baby, putting on skin and inviting people like you and I who don't have it together to be part of an amazingly perfect story. I don't know all of you. I don't know where you came from. I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here to tell you that he's inviting you to be part of that.
He's using people everywhere, and he's calling us to be his hands and feet. And he's inviting us to come as we are. Can you bow your heads with me all across this room? Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. And we thank you for every person. I thank you, Lord, for every man and woman and child in this room, everyone online. And Lord, I ask that because you see us, you know who we are. You know what our past is. You know where we've come from. But more importantly, you know where you want to take us. God, I pray that you meet every single one of us in this moment. Lord, for every person that feels like they're not good enough, God, I thank you that you paid the price for them. For every person that feels alone, you're here. For every person that feels like they've missed out, God, you're here. Lord, I thank you that every, it doesn't matter what our story is, you meet us where we're at. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for never turning your back on us. And thank you, Jesus, for inviting us into the story. I pray right now for every person. Lord, if they don't know you, they come to know you. If they have fallen away, God, they, they find their way back to you right now. And Lord Jesus, I pray that we are so aware of what the meaning of this season is. And like those scruffy shepherds, Lord, help us to be so bold as to drop everything and run straight to you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. In your precious name, amen.
Y'all give it up for Kane Watson. Well, we have come to the end of our program today, and we hope that you have enjoyed it so much. If you are visiting, we, we hope you see you back next week. Uh, also, come back for Christmas Eve, like you said. We would love to see you there. Well, I can't leave you without saying, go Cowboys, because it's about that time, guys. All right, see you next week.